0: Hello, my name is Sarah, and I am your chakra coach. On this podcast, we'll be exploring how the chakra system can guide you to grow your emotional, mental, physical, and spiritual wellness, leading you closer to your highest self. Hello, everybody. We are back to our regularly scheduled chakra series. I hope you got something out of last week's interview on the overall chakra system. It was a good time talking with the ladies of Hello Next Level, and I look forward to seeing where their journeys take them. I think that as we're all sort of figuring out what the path is, how to walk it, what does it look like for each of us, it is really important to have some friends who are doing sort of the same thing. I don't, I don't know about you, but it can feel really lonely. Of course, no two people are going to have the exact same experiences, but it can be so helpful knowing that there are people out there doing what you're doing, trying to be the highest version of themselves, knowing that if there are stumbles or pain and, and knowing that there will be, but also knowing that when they happen, your community is there to help you back up. And that's, that's part of what I want to have here with all of you. Um, uh, a soft place to land, if you will. Sometimes just knowing that there are people in your corner can mean the difference between giving up and going forward. Now, before we get into foods for the heart and throat chakras, remember that I am leading my free chakra manifesting workshop starting June 13th. We'll spend a week moving through the chakras day by day, day one root all the way to day seven crown. Every morning, I'll post a video lesson with an assignment or a prompt that you can use to help guide yourself through the chakra manifesting process. I know lots of you took it a few months ago when we did it in January, and you're more than welcome to do it again. In fact, I always encourage it because we're not the same people we were six months ago. As we grow and change, new things come up that we can speak to and work through and keep moving. But basically, we'll be looking at what is happening in each chakra that could be holding you back from your highest self, from being the person that you want to be. All you have to do is sign up at yourchakracoach.com and then check your email for next steps. Okay, so moving into our series on foods for the chakras, we've reached the heart and throat. These are sometimes called the gateway chakras because they're the passage between the upper And lower chakras, especially the heart, which specifically deals with balance. The heart chakra is located right in the middle of your chest, near your heart. It's associated with the color green and the element of air. Physically, it's responsible for your heart, of course, but also your lungs and arms. It's also involved with the immune system and the nervous systems, both Sympathetic and parasympathetic. Energetically, the heart governs love, compassion, gratitude, and also grief, which we talk about being the shadow side of the chakra. I think that most people realize heart health can be improved through nutrition, eating healthy foods, and a balanced diet. And this has physical reasons which directly affect our energetic structure. A balanced diet supports the heart chakra, which strives to keep us energetically balanced. When we're energetically off here, it can be hard to care for ourselves physically. The foods here that are especially good for the heart are pretty much all your green vegetables. I'm sure you already know that vegetables are good for you, but I want to get a little deeper about exactly why these foods are helpful here. Foods like spinach, collard greens, bok choy, broccoli, kale, Brussels sprouts are amazing here, not only because they're green, but also because they contain specifically folate, a B vitamin that has been shown repeatedly to help prevent heart disease. They have nitrates as well, which offer the heart significant protection from disease. In Ayurveda, the Indian system of health, these greens have the bitter taste, which is a mix of the air and ether elements, which is really important in a heart-opening regimen. These foods are considered to have detoxifying qualities, which is why we see them a lot in detox smoothies, for example. Of course, they're great in a stir-fry or a salad as well. I think that the term bitter taste can be off-putting. And it's, it's the reason a lot of people say that they don't like vegetables. But I encourage you to play with how the foods are prepared. A squeeze of lemon juice can reduce the bitterness of some of these greens and make them a little bit easier to eat. Or roasting them with some olive oil, salt and pepper can make the flavors a little bit more palatable, even for children. And speaking of how food is prepared, I think the heart chakra is where we really start to see how the energy that goes into preparing food makes its way into our bodies. I don't know if you've ever had the experience of food just tasting better if it was made by someone you love or by someone who loves you or if you're sharing the experience of consuming the foods with friends or family, and the meal is somehow even more delicious. That's energy. That's love that gets infused into our foods. That is in the air when we eat. In some cultures, prayer before a meal is common. That's a way to literally clear the air of any vibrations that you don't want. Remembering that the air is the element of the heart chakra. So we wanna clear that air around us. If prayer isn't for you, taking a deep breath before eating can do the same thing. I like to take three deep breaths and on each exhale, I feel gratitude. First breath, gratitude for the farmers who grew the food. Second breath, for the love that went into the preparation. And third, for my good fortune to have a meal in front of me. I don't always remember to do it, but when I do, I notice that I feel better while eating and after eating too. So, something to consider when you're looking for ways to use food for your heart chakra. Other foods that are good for the heart chakra that have a less bitter flavor are avocado, artichokes, asparagus, and kiwi. They have some of the same nutritional profile, but they offer their own nutrients that are good for the heart chakra as well. Avocados, for example, have healthy fats that support heart health. Artichoke and kiwi have vitamin C. Asparagus offers vitamin K. All of which are great for keeping us healthy. The other flavor in Ayurveda that is associated with the heart chakra is the pungent flavor. That is particularly good for the lungs and clearing and stimulating the sinuses. Foods in this category might be garlic and scallions, both of which help the heart by preventing cell damage, lowering blood pressure, and helping regulate cholesterol. I just love that the Ayurvedic and chakra systems had this all figured out thousands of years before Western medicine came along and said, yep, this all checks out. Carry on. (laughs) Western medicine has its place, of course, but I am so fascinated that the very foods that correspond to the chakras now have scientific evidence to back them up. I love it and I think it's fun. One of my favorites for the heart chakra isn't a food. It's green tea. Teas of a lot of different kinds are actually great. I love dandelion tea, which has the leafy greens for the heart and has a detoxifying quality. I always have some around, so if I indulge, I can make a cup and start to get my liver and kidneys back on track. Dandelion root is also very grounding. So it's a good balance with the air element of the heart. Green tea comes in a ton of styles with fruit flavors and other blends. My absolute favorite is jasmine green tea. And if you listened to the episode on essential oils many, many episodes ago, you'll remember that jasmine is a wonderful herb for this chakra. And while I wouldn't drink the oil, when the leaves are blended for tea, it's brilliant for the heart. Plus, it tastes so good. If you are looking for spices for this chakra, try basil, thyme, and cilantro. These are are great in salads and stir fries, so you can really just load up and make yourself the best heart chakra meal ever. If you want something with that pungent flavor, again, you can try fennel, or even peppermint. Peppermint tea is another one that's really nice for clearing the lungs and the sinuses, which are associated with the heart. Garlic, again, can be used as a flavoring that's good for the heart. And cinnamon, too. Cinnamon is one of those that kind of shows up everywhere for the chakra system, so play with it in a lot of dishes. So, Now that you've had a big salad or smoothie for your heart chakra, let's talk about the throat chakra. It's located in the center of your throat, associated with the color blue and the element ether. If you are asking yourself what ether is, you're not alone. In ancient scientific studies and methodologies, ether was thought to be the substance that filled the universe outside of our terrestrial or earthly boundaries it was the substance that light and sound traveled through which makes perfect sense with the throat chakra because it physically governs the vocal sounds we make the sinuses along with the heart just like we talked about Uh, the throat governs the neck itself and the thyroid gland energetically It's all about communication and self-expression. At this point in the chakra journey with food, just like with the elements, we start to notice that they're a little more uh, ethereal. They're, They're less grounded. It's less about the physical form. Lower in the subtle body, we're concerned with the actual earth and the material things that we can see and experience. Here in the upper chakras, that starts to be a little less prominent. So we'll talk about both. Of course, you can eat blue foods, berries, for example. And many sea plants, like seaweed, are high in iodine, which is vital to the health of your thyroid gland. Uh, Nori rolls, miso soup, that kind of thing is perfect. You can try blue corn or anything else that you find that's blue that you enjoy eating for the health benefits physically and energetically. However, one of the best things you can do for your throat chakra to soothe it or to help clear it out is to eat foods with a high water content. Soups, sauces, uh, fresh juices, if the sugar content isn't too high for you. Herbal teas are great here. One of my favorites for the throat is anise tea. It has kind of a strong licorice flavor, so be aware, but it soothes a sore throat better than just about anything I've ever tried. It can coat the throat to protect it. And aniseed has a lot of other health benefits as well, including anti-inflammatory properties, which can help improve health in the whole body. Soups can be made with a variety of vegetables for all their benefits, for your physical and energetic body, and the broth, that water, will be packed with vitamins. And then that broth can help open up the throat chakra and make communication or expressing yourself easier. Now, there's something around the throat chakra and food that isn't exactly about what you eat, but more about how you eat. We just talked about how love and preparation can make food more enjoyable, so we know that energy affects what we eat. I've talked about it on this show before. It's something that I've always heard called a yoga meal, and it's so great for the throat chakra. Basically, you're going to eat your meal, and that's all you're going to do. No reading. No watching TV, no listening to podcasts, no distractions, just you and your food. Eaten slowly with plenty of time to enjoy the flavors and textures. It gives you an opportunity to chew your food and no talking. Now this might seem counterintuitive to the throat chakra, but silence is so healing here. Focusing on your body, your emotional state, your thoughts. Noticing and really paying attention to what's happening during the eating process. Instead of just putting your food in your mouth, bite after bite. When I learned this technique, we were even instructed to put our utensils down between every bite. I hadn't realized that I spent half the time I was chewing preparing my next bite. My mouth was hardly even empty before I put more food in there. So this is a practice you can use when you want to incorporate what and how you eat into your chakra healing journey. If you can do this once a day, you'll be amazed at the changes in you and your relationship to meals and food. It's easiest to do this alone, but if you're taking your meal with another person, you can talk, of course, just don't talk with your mouth full. And be mindful and let the person know what you're doing, because otherwise it can be really weird and they'll just keep asking you if everything is okay. Okay, so that's our work for the gateway chakras, the throat and the heart. Start incorporating intentional nutrition into your chakra healing. And I think you'll be pleasantly surprised at the kinds of changes you feel. You'll feel healthier and more vibrant and more balanced. It isn't really hard, but it might take some effort at first. The results are worth it, though. Don't forget to sign up for the Chakra Manifesting Week at YourChakraCoach.com. And if you want more information, you can reach me on Facebook and Instagram at YourChakraCoach, of course. But sign up for the challenge. It's really fun. You'll get a lot out of it. You'll learn about yourself. And by the end of the week, you'll have a step-by-step guide to creating your best life. I hope you have a beautiful day inside and out. And I'll talk to you next week. I love you all. Bye.